What up, Masturbators? Um, this is going to be Ground Zero, Episode 1. Um, let me take these headphones off. I, uh, I listened to that first part, and I personally think the shit's kind of echoey. Um, so I'm trying to figure out some tech shit, but I promise you I will get it better, and we will, yeah, we'll grow up from here. Um, hope everyone's had a kick-ass week so far. Uh, I'm going to try to get episodes out every Wednesday, if that works. I don't know. I guess if anyone has super problems with that, send me a fuck you text or tell me which what's the best day for listening uh, for a podcast, whether it's canning day, I don't know, everyone's schedule. But I'm going to try to be the first podcast in history to make every single person happy uh, or extremely mad. So, um yeah, big week so far. Got a couple brews. Got three or four brews I got to do. And then we have a big festival this weekend in Wichita, which uh, I uh, I oversold the festival by about 100 people. So we are going to see how that plays out. I think, you know, worst case scenario, um, we run out of beer and everyone goes home. But um, trying to adjust to do that big weekend for that and then sunday i'm headed out to boston and portland maine if i'm not sure if there's any good breweries up there uh doesn't seem that way never really heard any too much good beer from the northeast so we're gonna work on that maybe see for sure allagash whites is number one but if anyone got any recommendations i'll be out in boston for a couple of days and then portland maine if anyone on here wants to link up for a jaeger bomb I am down. Uh, yesterday, I put on my Instagram about some topics that kind of get the podcast going. Maybe some things I want to talk about. And then later on this week, I'm going to bring in one of my homies from Wichita, um, who's a brewer at a River City, I think. I might bring Brandon on here and chat it up, kind of feed off each other and do that. But the uh, the biggest thing... Uh, I probably got like 17 different uh, requests on which chat about alcoholism in our industry. Uh, obviously, massive topic, uh, very broad, very... Uh, I personally think alcoholism or being an alcoholic is like a giant web that, you know, Someone might call me an alcoholic because I love to drink 15 lagers on a Tuesday because they're tasting good. But, you know, there's also people who drink 16 shots of vodka because their life is spiraling. Um, I don't know that there's a super correct answer for alcoholism in our industry, but, you know, we just live in, we have such a unique industry and such an opportunity that. We are around alcohol all the time. Um, you know, inevitably when the packaging team fucks up and there's a bunch of short fills, like you can't sell them. So, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to go home and drink some short fills. Well, you know, if it's in the fridge, a lot of people will just drink it. But then there's also sides of alcoholism where, I mean, I've seen it. I don't know if anyone else, uh, how long everyone's been in the industry, but I've been in long enough to where I've seen alcohol um absolutely ruin people's careers for for this industry and not in other industries too but 
it's it's crazy to think that we're in an industry where if you have a beer open at eight in the morning at work it yeah no one really cares um they might kind of look at you like dude why are you drinking a double barrel aged stout at eight in the morning but at the absolute end of the day or, or no one cares as long as you're doing your job um I'm, I think I've, I've worked with a couple people who it is, um, they got shit going on outside of work and, you know, alcohol is such an easy escape in our industry. You know, maybe they need to drink like 10, 15 beers on the canning line and then go home and, and then they have to deal with their home shit inevitably her, uh, a couple cases that's turned out bad, but I've also worked with a guy who, he drank like 10 or 15 beers a day, uh, did his job, didn't, no problems, no problems, no, um, good home life from what I could tell. Um, it, so it's kind of like a web, you know, an alcoholic or alcoholism in this industry. What you really just got to ask yourself, like, what, what do you consider being an alcoholic? What do you consider alcoholism in our industry? Um, I guess if you asked me, like, alcoholism would be, uh, an alcoholic is someone that just can't shut it off, that just, you know, has to pound six, seven, eight double IPAs every day to function. But then there's also, I mean, I, I know a guy, too, who gets the shakes um, when he's not drunk, and that's, I mean... He does his job and he he's hard worker, but uh, he's got to have, you know, this fucker was at, uh, we were coming back from GABF one time, late, had the later flight in the day, and he, you know, obviously on the Sunday after GABF, no one's, no one really wants to drink all that much. You know, you've had, had your fix, had the fix, um, it's time to get back to reality and this fucker orders up a 24-ounce 20, beer of um, Odell IPA or something at the airport and uh, just to get his shakes away. You know, I don't know if you consider that alcoholic. Um, to me, I, I... You know, it's not... It's no funny topic, alcoholism for sure. But in, at the end of the day, if you get your job done... And you want to be a little drunk doing it, and you're handling your business, you're handling your personal life, you're handling, you know, you're not a dick, you're not fucking ruining other people's lives. And I've always been a firm believer in if you want to go smoke meth all day and, and do heroin or whatever you want to do, whatever your vice is, it shouldn't be anybody's fucking business if, if you're a good person and you're not hurting anyone, you know. Obviously, some families crushed by alcoholism that a lot of people have to leave the industry due to, you know, they just can't handle the amount of alcohol that we're around. You know, beer fest, canning, uh, you know, the low fill shelf sitting there smiling at you whenever you, uh, you know, maybe it's just Wednesday and, and you've already had a long week and the pump's leaking and, and inevitably in most breweries shit fucks up every day so when when those low fills or, or shit even if you don't drink low fills if you got some beer tap room if i work in a production facility so it's nothing to walk in that cooler and just grab a 
a double IPA. Just drink one during knockout. Um, but you know that the alcoholism or, or calling someone an alcoholic it's it's a wide uh, it's a wide net. So a lot of that stuff is, is personal opinion. In in my I guess it's my belief that it's just a personal opinion. Um, should be pretty noticeable though who who's doing it for because they need the alcohol or who's doing it because they want the alcohol. I'll be honest, getting drunk is fucking awesome. It getting a bu- catching a buzz with your homies, um, sitting down having a beer with your friends has got to rank up there with just top top ten just experiences that you know a lot of, a lot of people don't don't get that to where you know right after work you're done canning you're done brewing you're done packaging or whatever you're doing. Hey, you guys want to sit down and grow, uh, have a beer? I mean, it's just at our disposal. You don't even have to go anywhere. So to, have, to rack up five or six um, Belgian triples or barley wines or whatever while you're just sitting around having some good vibes, it's it's pretty – it's so simple. Um, kind of bridged into another topic of craft beer, the mental health side of craft beer with burnout. This kind of bridges from – I mean, whatever you want to call it, alcoholism, being an alcoholic, um, you know, it, it weighs on your brain, um, to wake up and you feel like shit and maybe you don't love your job. Maybe you, uh, maybe you do love brewing, but you don't love, you know, your position in brewing or, or maybe you don't like the people you work for. Maybe they don't treat you right. The, I mean, the burnout in brewing is real. Um, and the fact that most of us drink daily, I mean, I wouldn't say I drink a beer every day, but I talk to a lot of brewers who say they at least drink a beer every day. Um, that's, I don't know. I'm, I don't really like to have one beer. I like to have like, I like to get a buzz. If I'm going to drink some beer, I'm catching a buzz, put on some music vibe. Um, so that could be considered an alcoholic like my aunt might call me an alcoholic because you know it's a tuesday night and i'm just chilling at home with the pup and you know i drink 12 lagers or whatever uh, the but you know getting burned out in our industry i think i said this in the trailer episode there is absolutely no other industry in the world i'd want to be in than craft beer you know whether you hate your who you work for whether you hate uh who you work with uh at the absolute end of the day we're we're packaging alcohol you know we're we're um producing alcohol whether we're brewing it whether we're uh canning it um and i think the one of the most surreal things about brewing to me was the first time that I saw somebody at a party drinking a beer that I brewed that I didn't bring to them. Um, it's like people are actually buying this shit. So I think a lot of the mental health side of things and burnout, you really, I say it all the time, you just got to rack up a ton of small wins during the day. 
and they just become massive wins. You know, driving to work. I'm sure a lot of y'all in bigger cities uh, have to deal with traffic, and that fucking blows. I we don't really have much traffic here in Wichita, Kansas. I mean, we're a big city, but um, I mean, how many of y'all got to balance hour an hour and some change traffic? Um, just to get to work and then that same shit on the way home like yeah that sucks so you know you might rack that up as a loss already to start your day so you know you, you kind of gotta just uh, some tips to avoid burnout in just my opinion you can take it or leave it but i've been happy in this industry for damn near 12 years and barring any fucking shutdown or whatever getting kicked out of the industry for whatever um there's nowhere I want to be. So, you know, you can rack up tons of small wins. You know, start the day just being grateful. I say it all every day. Another day not promised. To even wake up is a fucking win. You know, how, like there are hundreds, I mean, whatever the statistic is, people are just dying every day. It is a fucked up world. Some people are dying for no reason. Some people are whatever. To wake up is fucking awesome. So let's... uh. Let's toast to that every day. Um, fuck, if you want to wake up, crack a beer, and celebrate uh, being alive, fucking do it. Um, it. You know, let's try to avoid DUIs. Uh, I don't know where we probably rank amongst the world of most DUIs per uh, job, like <laughs> job industry. We gotta. I mean, we gotta be up there. I don't know what else, what other industry would be a lot of DUIs. Um, that's probably bar, any bartenders, servers, getting their fucking shots in after the, after their shift. But, you know, start, so, but just start your day um, and just get a bunch of small wins. Oh, you, you know, your back doesn't hurt as bad today. You know, that's a fucking win. Rack that up, um, you know. If you can just look for forward to all the little things, um, you know, oh, your mash didn't get stuck. How about you celebrate that when it doesn't happen instead of getting pissed off uh, when it does happen? Uh, another thing I say all the time is if you're going to bitch about catching a red light, why are you not celebrating when you catch a green light? You know, no one, everyone's like, everyone's getting mad like, oh, fuck, of course it's the light would turn red. Well, when you get a green light, are you fucking happy? Or is it just, oh, oh, no, I'm not going to celebrate that. So uh, the the burnout for this industry, it, it's pretty high, I think. Uh, a lot of turnover for people. I don't know if it's, I guess some of the people that have quit where I've worked have always been, I think it's been them wanting to climb in the company but in my opinion there's only so fucking far you can go in a brewery like what are you gonna do own it like go start your own brewery if you want to climb to the top but it's like where are you gonna go there, there's nowhere to climb and and if your ego's setting in that uh you know you need a you need to raise every you know six months or whatever like, in all reality, ownership is just going to say, fuck you. And, and it's like, I'm not a hater. Um, 
you know, you're worth what you're worth to them. So it's really up to you to find, go, go find where you're valued at. Go find exactly where you're valued at. And I mean, places like, well, shit, I don't know. Places like San Diego, Denver, I don't know, big beer cities, right? You know, there's only so many breweries. So is, is there a lot of turnover out there? I mean, I'd kind of love, someone should hit me up and inbox me. Um, you know, in some of these bigger beer cities, do you notice brewers like bopping around and, um, you know, different, what is there, like fucking thousand breweries in Colorado? You know, you just go work at all of them until you, you find that you're valued the most and or find where, who values you the most at that. And a lot of that, you know, um, what the fuck would that even be called? Maybe just like feel like and you plateaued in the industry or that you, you know, oh, I don't want to just brew beer. Um, it's the same thing every day. Well, in my opinion, what fucking job isn't the same thing every day? You think the mailman does anything different every day? You think the fucker at, uh, the, uh, anything, everything is mostly the same thing every single day. It doesn't change much. Um, I don't know. You, you gotta just find your find your place that values you the most and you're happy with um and then you know not to even the burnout or not to even get on the topic but it's gotta have to be talked about no one's gonna get absolutely loaded rich from brewing um you know obviously i have a lamborghini and a private jet but you know i guess i'm just built different like that um so you're not going to get a million dollars brewing. But guess what? The other shit you do get brewing. You get comped beers at other breweries. You get free beers probably, or I hope. I think another topic someone uh, commented on. Uh, do you get comped beers or uh, um, discounted beers? If, if you're not getting free fucking beers... Um, from your brewery, I, I mean, that's where the lowest value comes. Uh, the bonuses of brewing is, um, someone told me long ago, there's this thing called a Sternworth privilege and it's, a. Uh, let me look this shit up exactly so I can put it word for word. Sternworth privilege. Sternworth Privilege is a tradition in breweries where the brewery workers and visitors are given access to free beer from the brewery taproom when they feel thirsty. Um, this has probably been going on since like the fucking 1400s or whenever. But free beer is just, it's, it's not a pretentious thing. It's, it should be rewarded for all. It's just like a thing we do. Free beer. They, put this into account. How much free beer do you think you have consumed over the course of your brewing career? And then tally that up and see if it's worth an extra, um, you know, even $5 an hour working at the fucking Amazon warehouse, clocking in at $8.59 and clocking out at $5.01 or even whatever. 
Um, I don't know how many people on here are, you know, have a set start time, have a, uh, you know, it's a nine to five. I've, I've never really seen too many nine to five breweries like get here at nine here and then we'll work until 501. But there's a, fuck, I was just ranting. I kind of was just going all over the place, but <laughs> um, no, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The discount, uh, discount are called beers. Uh, yes, you, you definitely need, it needs to be free beer. Uh, the pay in brewing, you know, that could be a whole, I'd go on forever about that, but the pay in brewing, it's, I, I think it could be, should be talked about, um, and help, but at the absolute end of the day, how much can you really pay a brewer? Uh, cause you can try, I mean, yes, you're going to have the big brew, good brewers and you got a solid, and when you get a solid brewer, you need to keep them happy for sure. But you could train a lot of people to brew some beer. I mean, granted, and then you're, you're worried about the new brewers fucking up or training them or dumping batches of beer, but, uh, free beer. It's just, it's free beer has got to be a thing. Uh, I hope that doesn't sound too pretentious if any brewery owners are listening. I still think it's the main perk of brewing. It number one. It's it's what we do. If we brew it, we should get, you know, some comped beers. Um if only Miller High Life could send us some comped eighteen pack bottles. Uh that'd go a long ways too if anyone here listening from Miller Coors. Um what else we got on the docket for this? Um, uh, yeah, and, and guys, like keep keep shooting me a fucking message uh, if you want to talk about stuff. I, I, there's truly nothing off limits for this podcast. I really want to um, get into anything people want to hear. I don't want to get on here and talk about you know thialized yeast is best when you brewed at this. T- blah 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 blah. Like, yeah, we, we can get some technical shit if you really want to. Um, but, it, you know, pick up a book for that shit. Um, I want to I kind of give some content to where you're mashing in. And, you know, maybe you just get a little, uh, I give you a little pep for the day. And so I'm hoping these podcasts last about the length of a mash in. So that, that, that'll probably be the goal. Obviously, when I have some guests on here and we start turning up, you know, we'll probably run over um, a mash-in time. But, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear some topics. Um, you know, we'll get into some stuff. Yeah, I mean, anything. It's um, another topic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, someone said uh, wanted to chat about breweries closing or getting laid off and and fuck ownership well i mean it's i don't know when people tell me they're gonna start a brewery nowadays i it it's kind of shocking to me because people think that we're just you know you start a brewery you brew beer and you you know you're so oh, you're fucking selling eight dollar pints um and it costs you blah 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 to make you know, I've had people that I've worked with um, say, "Oh, fuck, fuck the, fuck the ownership. 
they uh, they can't pay us this much, but they can charge this much for a pint. Like I'm not sticking up for for greedy greedy old people or greedy business owners or whatever, but I don't think anyone realized shit like the cost of grain, the cost of hops, the cost of um, I don't know if you don't own the building. I've I've never heard of a a good like a landlord that someone's been like, oh yeah, he's a fucking love that guy. Well, my landlord is never you know never caused me any problems. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's things like that. You know, it's f- fucking shutting down. What is there like nine thousand breweries in America right now or something like that? I truly believe that in five, maybe 10 years, there's like 5,000. I think people are absolutely tired of paying eight bucks for a mediocre glass of beer. I, um, you know, when I go to other cities and, you know, when I pull back to the Sternworth privilege, visiting other breweries, I will never go to a fucking brewery and be like, Oh, we're brewers. Give us free beer. No, I'll, I'll support locals and do all that shit. But if it's reciprocated, like around our city, you know, we give out beer. They give us beer. But, uh, you know, brewer, breweries closing, it's a, it's a crazy thing. If you're not, if you can't run a good business or at the very least, like, have, you either got to have a good atmosphere to where the beer doesn't, the beer quality honestly doesn't matter that much because I think we all know breweries that have an amazing atmosphere, but the quality of beer is, you know, not, not up to notch. And if it wasn't for their badass atmosphere, they probably shut down. It's, you know, a cool atmosphere bumps the quality of your beer by I think 65% or something like that. I think they did a study. Um but there's breweries closing all over the place. And so you really gotta ask yourself if you're gonna if you're wanting to be you know, if you're burned out in the industry, then obviously get the hell out of the industry. Um but if you're burned out with who you're working for, then you really need to think about it because I think I saw something in maybe it was like Goose Island said like two years ago they they put out an application or put out a uh whatever a job listing and they hardly got any like next to no good applicants and then just a couple years later um, now that you know tons of breweries are closing all over Chicago or I think wherever Goose Island is, close all over Chicago, they, you know, had a stack of amazing applicants. And a lot of those people ain't going to get hired. So, you know, find, if you really want to get out of this industry, get out of the industry. Go, go, I mean, fuck, do whatever. I think my exit plan, if I ever had to get out of the industry, probably be... Ooh, what would I do? Fuck, maybe I have to go get on a construction site or something. Maybe get on a roof, get a good tan. But also, fuck that. Um, 
yeah, so find your real if you want burn out in the industry, you really need to think about that shit. Where else would you rather be? That's really the the question. Where else would you rather be? And if you do have a solid answer for that, then yeah, get get the get the fuck out of the industry. There's no need for you to, you know, risk you know, we're on this rock for a very short, very short period of time. And you don't got time to be wasting uh, being miserable. You know, it, it, don't be around miserable people. Don't be around miserable ownerships. Um, I got homies who they worked for a brewery that their owner was, you know, misogynistic and fucking probably racist and things like that. But, you know, they got paid really well and they just did they they didn't want to leave the industry and they didn't have too many options and i don't i don't i don't see a problem with that if uh you gotta feed your family you know it just depends on your values i guess um it does suck but now your livelihood's at stake i don't know if that's a hot spicy take or not but uh you you gotta kind of put yourself first as selfish as that sound you can put yourself uh, first and not selfish in my opinion um but yeah it's just case, i mean case by case you know inevitably there's shitty people everywhere um every business every town every city every corporation there's about a hundred percent chance that Anyone working at a job in a corporation works for someone who's a piece of shit, who's a racist, who's a whatever, and, you know, we don't see what goes on behind closed doors and blah, blah, blah. Um, it's, it sucks. I mean, that that's, as shitty of a world it is, there's still a lot of beautiful things uh, in, in it that you can find outside of that, including the brewing, I guess, just being the brewing industry. Um, so yeah, I'd fucking rant on that. What else we need to get to? Um, oh, I got I'm going to do a whole nother episode about it, but, uh, there was someone wanted me to comment on actually, fuck it, I'll just get into it right now. Um, you know, someone wanted me to comment on the cool kids club of brewing and pretentious brewers there is there should never be such thing as a fucking pretentious brewer um you know there i think i've said this before but there's like maybe three people in this entire industry that could pull the do you know who i am card like the do you oh yeah, yeah the, just the do you know who I am card. That's probably Charlie Papazian, the Brewers Association guy. Um, probably Grossman from Sierra Nevada. And then, oh man, who's some other ones? Yeah, I mean, yeah, less than five for sure. There's, there's probably a couple... That I'm, I can't think of off the top of my head, but less than five out of a industry of maybe fifty thousand people. I don't know. You think there's fifty thousand brewers in America, 
or even the world. Fuck. Hopefully people are listening to this like all over the world. Um, yeah, for, for someone to be pretentious about, you know, hanging out with people or, but on the flip side, do you think they're pretentious because they won't do a collab with you? Cause that's, that's not, uh, yeah, don't, don't think that. Cause at the end of the day, just be a, be a cool person and people want to hang out with people who are chill, people who are cool. If, if you think someone's pretentious just because they won't, uh, come drink your beer, maybe your beer sucks, you know, maybe, maybe they don't want to do a collab with you because they don't want to put their name on your product. Um, I mean, I've, I've done a couple collabs with people who, when I tried the beer, I was like, dude, you got to be shitting me. <laughs> it sucks. But, you know, they're cool people, so I gave them a chance. Like, probably should have done the uh, research on that, but uh, definitely did not. Um, but no, I, I wouldn't look at it as pretentious. And honestly, if they're pretentious, why the hell? Fuck them. Why would you want to be around them anyway? Um, if they really are pretentious, they're not fun people. Like what? Because they work at a cool brewery, like makes them better. Now, build. Don't wait to get invited to a fucking table. Like build your own table. Um, who I I see it all the time. I I, you know, people want to get invited to the coolest fest, and then they get super like they get mad that they don't. But dude, at the end of the day, people gotta like people gotta sell tickets and sell beer, and just because you didn't get invited to a festival, like, doesn't mean they fucking hate you or doesn't mean it sucks. But you know, maybe, maybe it does. Maybe you don't have the best beer, or maybe you're not as cool as you think you are. Um, but just be yourself. Like that's just the easiest thing to do in the world. Not just in brewing. Not just in, you know, any, just be yourself. It's so fucking easy to just be yourself. You know, people are going to always complain about something. They're always going to bitch about something. I think my three uh, things in craft beer that's, that will save you and, and make you whatever. Don't be racist or sexist. Um, and clean your fucking heat exchanger and yeah, don't be racist. Don't be sexist and clean your fucking heat exchanger. Those are the three things that you can absolutely do in brewing, um, to where you'll get along with 99% of the industry. Let me say that again. Don't be racist. Don't be sexist and clean your fucking heat exchanger. And you'll get along with 99.9% of the industry. Because there's always that point one who's just fucking morons. Um, so that's, I guess, on the pretentious side of brewing, or my opinion on, you know, pretentious brewers or, like, the cool kids club, if you will. Um, I guess I kind of have noticed that, like, you know, you start looking at festivals on the East Coast or West Coast that everyone just kind of, like, collabs to do or, or yeah it's like they're always collabing with each other like cool kids club someone commented cool kids club uh was it trillium other half um you know tripping animals they're dope. i know a couple of those people they're dope um you know the just a bigger bigger network 
people and then they just kind of all collab with each other and you know no offense but why that why would they need to do a collab with you when they know for a fact they could slap um other half's label you know on their collab and the price tag goes up and it's you know two trusted brands and then if you think it's a cool kids club and you don't think they pay you any attention or don't want to be friends with you or whatever well one i I mean have you tried being friends with them and then two i don't want to be friends with anyone who don't want to be friends with me that seems like a waste of fucking time a waste of fucking uh energy um yeah there's no there's no need for that absolutely no need for that um but it is i mean it's a cool kids club like they're pretty fucking cool um i met a couple of them um you're really setting yourself up for failure if you ask them to do a collab like i think before you get drunk and start asking people to do a collabs like you just kind of run through the gauntlet in your head of does it is it going to benefit them if not i doubt they'll do it um, unless you're good friends with them. And if you're, you know, we just fucking DM in other half and saying, Hey, we should collab and you have a three barrel brew house in the middle of Kentucky or, or Illinois or something. Yeah. Like that doesn't make them pretentious for not responding. Um, but yeah, there definitely is a, a level of, I guess if you want to call it cool kids club and brewing, um, but they make some good shit. I, I don't know. It's, I, when it comes to stout, and this is just my opinion, don't quote me on this because I don't really go for stouts. There's only a certain level of how good a stout can be. Um, and there's people who execute it pretty good, but in my opinion, like I said, this is Cody Sherwood's opinion. There's only a certain level of how good a stout can be. I think the first time I had a stout that was uh, like, holy shit, there's le- there is a few levels to this. Not many. There's like three levels to a stout. Um, but it was like top top level um, cerebral in Denver. I had one and I was just like, oh man, there is, there's just levels to this. And there, there got to be up there. Um, who else makes a good stout from a person that, doesn't really drink stouts oh i think uh i think i had a oh angry chair i had an angry chair collab with fuck i can't is an angry chair collab stout i think it's called some like adjunct train or adjunct trail maybe adjunct something whatever if someone grab me a bottle of that that would be dope because i would drink that stout for sure um yeah what's some other who else is doing good stuff maybe i just need to do another i'll do a stout review podcast a stout review by someone who doesn't drink a lot of stouts yeah that that'll, that's about fucking right um word um next topic well shit i don't know how how long's a mashing we're at 40 minutes here or mash i think we're about again get mashed in in about 40 minutes or so um hmm yeah we'll get some what do we touch on some mental health stuff 
yeah, if there's anything, you know, reach out to people too. If your mental health is struggling, reach out to people because more people are struggling from mental health than you even fucking know. Everyone's got problems. The, the fact that people don't think uh, or that they think they're special and think they are the only one with problems, you're wrong, man. This is a world of everyone's trying to fuck you. The, the cell phone company's trying to fuck you. The car mechanic's trying to fuck you. Um, everyone. And if we can just kind of come together and just be... The least you can do in this world is just uh, don't be a dick and be nice to people. You know? You don't know what people are battling through. Like, it's the least you can do in this world is uh, just be a decent human. I don't know. Um, yeah, there's shit that's going to piss you off along the way. But, you know, I you just keep keep that positive attitude. Um, yeah, and we'll keep touching on some shit. Um, yeah, okay. Well, fuck, that's uh, episode number one. Um, maybe I'll try to reach them out to about an hour or so. But let me get some of this sound stuff going. Um and, and as always, guys, call, give me some comments. Give me some feedback. I need to get an intro with some music of some sort. Um, yeah. So, fucking love y'all. Um, Masturbation Nation. Um, love y'all. We'll see where all this thing goes. We'll try to get some merch out. Um, maybe at the start of the New Year's, but... Uh, yeah, let me get some comments. Let me get some feedback. Um, love you guys and, uh, see you next week. Peace.